I'm from this. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about and welcome back to throttled up the podcast and this week we are back uh with our our original crew matt we had some questions uh last time i was in here in studio live uh with ryan and nathan bowling um i think tony ogle asked me if i fired you uh (laughs) webley let us know that there's no way those two boys could fill your shoes uh, so just for all though those that maybe didn't catch all that episode no matt is here um matt's daughter had a surgery that, yes. that he had to be at and uh we wished her all the best and glad to have you back brother glad to be back and uh we won't say what racing series we're watching uh but all of you that may be watching some racing down at east bay tonight um with a certain series because We've got a great guest on the night, which is John Paul Hyden, um, who works for uh, Royal Purple Synthetic Oil. And John Paul, JP, man, I, I appreciate you being on and, and coming here to kind of talk to us a little bit about your background in the racing industry and and uh, some of the things Royal Purple does. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. So let's start off with, man, how did you how did you kind of get into the, the racing world and racing industry with Royal Purple? Well, that's a long story. I think we should back it up a little bit. <laughs> you know, so I grew up in North Vernon, right? And uh, my parents took me down to Twin Cities. That's where I grew up watching racing. Um, we're a we're an open wheel family at at our household. So I grew up watching, you know, Dave Good Darlin. People. That's right, <laughs> Dave Darlin, Tracy Hines. You know those guys. Um, so that's kind of where I got my love for it. And I'm like, this is, you know how can you make a living out of it right that's what everybody wants oh, yeah. that's, that's the that's the big question is how do you make a living out of it well as years go on i went to um Jennings county high school you're pretty familiar with that absolutely sure. proud panther that's right and then i i went on to college uh to marion university up in indianapolis um played golf there got my college paid for through a golf scholarship i'm thankful for that but at marion there is a program that you could minor in motorsports business. And um, I think Good for Marion. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So it teaches you all the aspects of the behind the scenes of racing. I really didn't know that. I mean, I knew IUPUI had the the racing engineer, mm-hmm. but I did not know Marion had that motorsports business course. That's really or, or degree. That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah. I have a business management degree with a concentration and minor in motorsports. So that's it's, kind of, awesome. it's pretty unique. 
That is very cool. Yeah. So from there, um, I got an internship, which kind of really started started off everything. Is I interned for three years with USAC. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. So I, I got to you know be hands on with all the racing and see how a sanctioning body you know handles you know the business side of things. Uh, I worked on the developmental program, so like the quarter midgets, the Ford Focus series, and I got to dabble in you know some of the Silver Crown and Sprint Car stuff. That's got to be, you know, again, coming from a, a a kid that grew up watching open wheel and being an open wheel fan, which is very similar to my background. I grew up at Bloomington Speedway watching mm-hmm. Kevin Briscoe and and those guys. And uh, but when you grow up that way, to then be working or interning with USAC, I mean, that's the pinnacle. I mean, that's oh, it was it was amazing. I mean, the the experience and the people you get to meet. You know, you know, I remember one time we were you know, at a race and Tracy Hines was racing. You know, I grew up watching him and he was, you know, I was one of his biggest fans. But then when, you, when you're on the sanctioning body side, it's a different story, man. <laughs> oh yeah. You make the wrong call, you better watch out. Yeah, he, he doesn't care if you're a fan <laughs> or not. <laughs> you better watch out. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was fun. Um, but you one thing on the business side of thing is you better love it because it could get old really quick. You're on the road, you're driving, it's just a long day when you're at the track yeah and you know we talk about on here all the time both on the the driver's side and you know the pro the promoter side the sanctioning body side the fans don't really see all of the work and time that goes in you know you show up at hot laps at 6 p.m and you know you leave when the show's over they don't see the drivers wrenching every week they don't see the promoters and track prep guys who are working the track all week long you know the sanctioning bodies who are, are dealing with all of the outside stuff there's a lot of work that goes in to put on any race oh yeah i mean it's a it's a logistical almost nightmare sometimes you know you got to get the people in you gotta you know you gotta check everybody at the gate you know there's it's just a long it's a long process and, and you, you always got to worry about the weather and then, you know that screws everything up <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> something you can't control though yeah, something yeah. you can't control yeah. so then from usac after you do your internship there where do you move on then so then i um so after i graduated i, I got a full-time job with the IndyCar experience. Hmm. So I was working with the two-seater program um, that's based up there out of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got, to, I got to work there. I was there for about th- two years or so. And then from there, that's when I came to Royal Purple Synthetic Oil. Okay, so now going back to the IndyCar experience, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you spent two years there. You had to get in one at some time. I did. <laughs> what is that experience like? It, it gives you a different opinion about going in an oval, right? The G-forces are insane. You get stuck. I mean, I, I don't know how people can do it for 500 laps or 500 miles. It's wow. insane. It, it takes a true athlete. You know, everybody says, oh, racers, they just turn left. No, it's not even close. Well, and I've said it on here a lot. I know Matt and I have talked about it. It, it, it amazes me in all forms of racing, but I think Indianapolis Motor Speedway, it really amazes me at the 500. To barrel down in there at 220, 225 miles an hour mm. it, with the confidence that I'm going to turn left and this car is going to go left, that I'm not going straight <laughs> into the wall, is, is to me, I mean, again, you're not even talking about what the G-forces are doing to your body and the toll it takes on you, but... The guts those drivers have to, to do that is amazing to me. You got to have trust in your tires. <laughs> oh my oh, yeah. god! <laughs> and the whole the whole machine. I mean, you know, really. Yeah. You know, is all the tie rods going to stay together? You know. 
it's just it's amazing to me and I, i've never experienced that but i am sure that's got to be something that's just wild put it on your bucket list i know <laughs> some people that might be able to get you there we go that's what I, <laughs> so then you end up at royal purple and you said you've been at royal purple now for five years right yeah so so how that all happened when i was at the indie racing experience i became very good friends with davy hamilton so davy hamilton is one of the two-seater drivers right and um so what happened was Davey Hamilton actually got hired on at Calumet or Royal Purple, and Davey brought me on. Hmm. So all, everything I've known and, and learned throughout the days about sponsorships all came from Davey Hamilton. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. And now what is your role at Royal Purple so for I'm, our listeners? I'm the sponsorships and event manager. So that's hmm. a that's got to be something, though, that, again, has got to be a very demanding job. <laughs> Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's demanding, that's for sure. But it's uh, you know, it's you got to be the bad guy sometimes too, which is not any fun. I was gonna say because everybody wants something. Yeah, yep, yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, <laughs> which is good though because that means you know people are still racing, right? Absolutely. You know, and before we even jump into really the sponsorship side, you know, obviously you've kind of seen this from several different. Um, areas in your life from being a fan to being in the sanctioning body to being in the indie experience to now in sponsorships let's talk just a little bit about all forms of these races what do you think it what what is your opinion on how we continue to grow the racing industry it's a great question and i mean if if we all knew we would <laughs> i would be hopefully we'd be sitting on the beach somewhere yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. but i think you know all in all you know with the you know, the big news that happened a couple of weeks ago with Penske buying IMS and Penske buying the IndyCar series. It's great. You know, that's that's the only person that I feel comfortable giving that to, right? And I think a lot of people yeah. would agree with that. So with that, it's kind of a momentum that shows that racing's still alive. And, and I would agree 100% because I think that's the best thing that could have ever happened to it because Roger Penske is A not going to rest on it just being the Indy 500 in Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He's going to push it to get better. Um, and he didn't buy it for profit. He bought it because he loves it. And he's a guardian of the sport. Yes. I mean, he'll prote- you know, it'll be protected by him. So Yeah, and it, you know, you got to give thanks to all the Holman family. I mean, oh, what they yes, did to yes, that yes, track yes, is, yes. is unbelievable. But, you know, I think they knew, t- you know, time was up and they knew that Penske could take it to that next level. Yeah. And um, I, th- I think it's going to be awesome. You're, I, I think you're going to see changes, and I think it's going to be for the best. And it's, it's going to show not just in the IndyCar series, but everywhere. You know, and I, I know we talked right after it, and I, I just can't imagine the feeling. And, and I know for Roger Penske it probably wasn't as big, but knowing the fan he is and the guardian of the sport he is, I just can't imagine waking up the next morning and walking out on the track and saying, I own IMS. Oh yeah, like this is mine. To me, that is like just unfathomable. That yeah, I'm here at the bricks, and this is now mine. Yeah, and you know, from a little birdie that I know some people at IMS, he said he's there all the time. He, I believe he, he's that. not a corporate guy. He he comes in and he's he's walking the track. He's walk you know looking at the bathrooms. He's expecting everything. So I mean, he's hands on. That's well, you, awesome. you can tell that though, just looking at these operations you know that he he knows everything going on it isn't you know he's sitting in an office and everybody else is taking care of it I, i'm sure i think he knows about everything that happens with that yeah 
So yeah, it's a it's a really really exciting thing, and I also think, and I know some people that have kind of that have been critical of the the Penske purchasing it has been from what we cover a lot of times that Penske doesn't like the dirt side, but I struggle with saying that because I don't think it's a he doesn't like it. I just don't think it's where he's he's been. You know, I, I think he's had he's obviously had drivers. He knows where they come from in that area. So I don't think it's a negative that Penske's got it. No, I don't think so either. And you got to think, you know, you do what you're good at, right? He's good at NASCAR and IndyCar. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, there's not a whole reason to expand with what he's done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So then going into the sponsorship side just a little bit, you know, and, and obviously I know that we deal with it, obviously, with sponsors here on our show. Um, and obviously we have drivers in here all the time. And one big reason why we wanted to start the show was to give drivers that opportunity to come in here and talk about their sponsors and who helps them get to the track. So yeah. what's important when a driver is trying to approach a sponsor? What What are you looking for out of someone? Well, there's a lot of things, um, you know, but it, I think what it goes back to is, you know, what is our marketing plan? How can we achieve our goals? How can we achieve our EBITDA goals? How can we achieve, you know, our digital goals? So, you know, we, we have, we're in meetings all the time planning what we're going to be doing for the season and how we can achieve those goals. And then from there, we go out and find it, find the tools to help us make those goals happen. Um, it's not like we're just, you know, throwing a fishing pole and hoping something catches. No, we have a strategic plan on how to make this happen. And if a driver is looking to to present something to be a part of that plan, what do they need to think about for themselves? Well, uh, you know, uh, you're you're a, you're you're a brand now, right? You're not just uh, um, you know Joe Schmo driving a race car. No, you're you're your own brand, and you know we look at things like that and see how they are represented across the community, how they race, and all that. But what it comes down to is if the tools you offer us, how how is that going to make us, you know, our bottom line bigger? Because I mean that's the name of the game. You oh know? yeah. Anything in sponsorships, if if we can't track it and we can't see results, we're not going to do it. Finding that return, return on the investment uh, that you I mean, put that's in. That's the name of the game, right there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, speaking of sponsors, um, I need to make sure we pay ours a little bit. So uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, we're going to run our first round of sponsors here, and then we'll be right back with John Paul Hyde. Don't let your Saturday night go without the excitement and live action at Southern Indiana's premier dirt track, Brownstown Speedway. Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like. From prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more, stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. OCC Seamless Gutters is the only place to turn for new 6-inch seamless gutters, gutter repair, leaf guard systems, and gutter cleanouts. I mean it. Go outside right now, and if your gutters have trees growing out of them, call OCC. Let me give you a little hint. Schedule them for a time your wife is gone and take all the credit. OCC is fully insured and offers free estimates. Call them today at 812-592-7899. Or visit their Facebook page at OCC Seamless Gutters. Legacy Paint and Body is a family-owned auto body paint and repair shop located in Columbus, Indiana. Specializing in collision repairs, insurance claims for collision work, restorations, rust repair, headlight restoration, detailing, and more. 
If you have any questions about the quality of work they do, check out their Facebook page. Contact them today at 812-799-1344 for a free estimate and tell them your friends at Throttled Up sent you. Hey, and two things I want to cover here as we we come back uh, here with John Paul Hyden from Royal Purple Oil. But first of all, Jeremy Owens, uh, I know you're you're typically a viewer um, and you big supporter here of Throttled Up the podcast. Um, you need to send a message to Ryan Bowling if you haven't yet. Uh, he's got trees growing out of his gutters. Um, needs some help. The man's busy. He's shooting video all over the place. We got to get his gutters cleaned out. Um, so just if you could just give him a message and get over there, uh, call me. I'll I'll trade you some. I don't know some of Brad Irwin's beverages uh, to clean out his gutters. So, and then number two is a, a new sponsor, Legacy Paint and Body out of Columbus, Indiana. You know, a huge shout out to them. It's a family owned auto body shop there in Columbus. Free estimates. Uh, and does terrific work. I talked about this last week, but they just redid, Matt, a um, probably 2008 Dodge uh, full-size truck that the rocker panels were rusted out, the wheel wells, and redid it all, painted it. It looks like a brand-new truck. It's like a step back in time. So go look at their Facebook page and see what they do. But, But really, really cool stuff there from Legacy Paint and Body. So. JP and you know you talk about that how can you help that how can they help the bottom line and you know what are some strategies for that you would say obviously you talk about them being a brand but what can a driver do to help their sponsors because even if they're not being sponsored by Royal Purple every driver needs sponsors to help them get to the track how can they help those sponsors well you know well as I do we live in a digital world now you know, everything's digital. Yeah. There's no more print anymore, right? So tracking everything. Um, we had a, a pretty good relationship with uh, Ari Leindyke Jr. a couple years back, and he gave us updates weekly, whether it's his social media, what he did. Um, I mean, he, this guy was, he's a machine. He knows how to work his sponsors. Hmm. And it's its really amazing the stuff that, the tools that are out there to help help you, you know, show your sponsors what you've done and for that driver it's it's what i what i hear you saying and correct me if i'm wrong but for those listening it's having that data to show what you're doing how are you getting their brand in front of people's eyes that's one step of it yeah that's one step but i think the biggest step yeah obviously stickers don't work anymore right absolutely it's that's you know back in the 70s you know when you went on sunday sell on monday those days are over you know there's so much other avenues now that you know businesses like us we can do you know it's not just racing anymore um but like i said lost my train of thought (laughs) (laughs) how can they help build that that bottom line and, and show you guys that they're helping that yeah so the best way to do that and you know whether it's a sponsorship in nascar indycar or you know the late models were watching a b2b deal that's the biggest thing you know someone probably knows a trucking business someone knows a lawn care business well introduce us to us we make a deal we help you out you know that that's a that's part of the big deal with you know nascar everything every sponsor you see on there guarantee it's a b2b deal somewhere 
So how do you connect them to, to, to more work? You know, yeah, I mean, you're, you're basically a salesperson of, you know, once you get that sponsor, you're a salesperson, you know, you, 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 you got to sell the product. If we're not selling the product, you're not getting no money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. and I think that's, I think that's a great point. And, and Matt, I know you've talked about a lot and we just, just a few weeks ago, we were at the Brownstown Speedway banquet. And yeah. I, I'm not picking on any driver because we've, we've made this statement, but every time that you call a driver up to stage you offer them that microphone to thank somebody and i think yeah. that's a I think the way jp just put it is a great thing for any young driver out there listening it's not just to thank that sponsor it's you're an employee now yeah, you, you've been paid to do so. it how are you selling that that product or that that company out there and and i think all those young drivers you know what are you doing to show your sponsors that you're pushing them and we've said that many times you know that you're, you're overlooking a good opportunity there to thank the guys that that let you race all year long yeah and i i think that's a huge thing and, and you know and a guy that we just had on jared thomas and have had on a couple times races uh sports cars in the mazda series yeah um you know and I, i've learned a lot from him you know with another good jennings county boy another good jennings yeah. county boy yeah. <laughs> That's going to do some really, really big things this year. He got a scholarship, right? A hundred thousand. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. getting ready to jump up to the MX Five Series, yeah. and um, uh, I did check for us, Matt, because I got the schedule. Um, and there's a race in June uh, at Road America in Wisconsin, and there's one in August at Mid Ohio. Um, but before I made a decision, I sent a text to John Leach because he's the uh, chef for the right, race team. Right. I asked for a menu for each weekend. Because I was not going to make a decision until I saw the menus for the weekend. Better menu. He hasn't got it back uh, to me yet. Uh, when I saw him last night, he was curious if he thought if we, if I thought we could get the ice cream machine to the track. I would just soon have something grilled or something. Well, I that's what I thought. About the ice cream, so. But I mean, if although his ice cream is very good. Oh yeah, old world chocolate. Oh, yeah, and and, and French, French vanilla. vanilla. <laughs> but uh, so no, but. Uh, but it's amazing to me and, and talking to, to Jared and seeing what he went through with Mazda, you know, and even in that scholarship deal, and it was great when he was on the other day talking about it, you know, he went down for that deal with six other guys for the, you know, challenge for the 24. A whole day of it was interviews. For sure, yeah. There was only one day on the track, and I think a lot of local drivers would think, they just care if you got the talent to drive. No, Mazda, you're their brand. Like I said, you're a brand. And how are you representing them? And that's what he said. He goes, you know, the, the interview portion and the uh, the ability to be a spokesman was huge to Mazda. And, and I think that's a, yes, you still got to be able to drive, but that's as important as anything. Do you guys, like, check their interview skills and stuff, you know, when they come and, you know, inter, you know like a big sponsorship? You know, do you guys, like, see how they interview or they, they backwards? Or? Oh, yeah, we, we look at everything. We look at everything. Um you know, and a, a, a good example of some grassroots racing was a deal that we did with Drew Abel. Yes, you and guys Drew Abel. Been, yeah, for quite a while. There. Yeah, yeah, we were there yeah. with two years. Yeah, and um, what how that happened was, um, Drew Abel has a sponsor, Flora Brothers Lawn Care. Yes, mm -hmm, by Joe Flora. Joe, yeah. Well, I talked to Joe. I said, Joe, we got this Drew fuel here. Start using it, <laughs> and he started buying some, and then we started helping Drew Abel. And that's that B two B that you're talking that's the about. B two B deal that we're talking about. Yeah. How can you how can you bring that connection to that sponsor? And then you know, st and then Drew started. We started using Drew for some social media stuff. We started using Drew um, 
uh, he gave us all his pictures. We have him even on the cover of one of our catalogs. Oh, wow. Right? So it's just icing on the top when you can do all that other things. That's very, that's very, very cool. And, and now when you guys go to a sponsorship, is it, because obviously we talked earlier, you know, Calumet is the actual company that owns right. all of these brands. Is it typically one brand that is sponsored or are you really looking at the whole product line? Well, I guess it goes back to what we're trying to achieve, you know, on the marketing side. You know, what what is our um, ROO, which is return on objective, not return on investment, right? Um, but you know, we actually uh, in December at PRI, which I see you had your badge there. Were you guys there at PRI? Yeah, I was yeah. at PRI. Did you come see me? I didn't come see. You. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't meet you until after that. It yeah, was uh, right. it was in the December. Yeah, yeah. But um, so I will come see you next year. I promise that. Good. Good. <laughs> So um, at PRI, we announced a pretty big sponsorship at PRI. So we're now the official oil of Formula Drift. Oh, wow. Um, and, I, it, you know, Formula Drift's fairly new, um, but it's becoming a pretty big hit with the younger crowd. I don't know if you guys ever seen it, went, watched it. I have it. not. It's quite the experience. They, they put on a great event. I went over in December, went to Irondale uh, out there in California. Mm-hmm. And, man, the it's it's you got to go out and watch it. It's pretty cool. Really? But like with that, you know, one of the reasons why we're doing that is we've hooked up with one of our retailers and we are kind of tag teaming this sponsorship with them. So that helps the retailers, you know, when you sell through distributors, marketing is the pull through, right? So we sell to O'Reilly's, O'Reilly sells to the end consumer. Mm -hmm. You got to create demand somewhere with O'Reilly's or it's not going to come off the shelf. Right. So technically marketing is the sales person per se to pull it through O'Reilly's. So mm. um, just like with any retailer, Napa, O'Reilly's, Advance, we all gotta work with them and pull that product through. That's just, it's amazing to me and I think, I think what you're saying and if any drivers out there, local guys listening, is even when you're getting those local sponsors that you maybe have a personal relationship with that you know, I think it's huge when you're talking about what are you doing, you know, again, to help them, Where, how are you pushing them, but remembering the business side of it, that it's still a business for them, and, and what are they getting back, and, and how are you helping them move that product? That's, a, that's the name of the game. It's the name of the game. So... In, a, in all the, the areas that you guys are, are sponsoring, you know, and obviously you're sponsoring everything, like you said, from Formula Drift down to when you were working with Drew Abel. Right. Where's the biggest focus right now for Royal Purple? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a couple of them, but obviously, you know, we got to get the younger crowd knowing oh, yes. who Royal Purple is. Um, you know, we're, it's, it's no lie that, you know, we're one of the highest priced oils on the shelf. And we got to be able to prove that message of knowing why we're the highest priced and why you should buy Royal Purple. But then again, too, that younger crowd, there's 12-year-olds who's got their own race car now, yeah. right? Yeah. So how, once you, And usually once you get them hooked on a certain brand, they stay with that brand, mm-hmm. right? It's just like, what kind of, what order do you use in your car, may I ask? Uh, whatever Brent Lee puts in it when I take it down <laughs> to Lee's tire and four by four. Thanks, Brent. Um, exactly. So that's my next point is we, we got to get in the installer market as well, right? The installer market's a big market out there. You know, you got your racing guys, the DIY or the DIYs, but now, you know, a lot of the people, they don't change their roles anymore. Mm-hmm. And right. the yeah. way the cars are becoming, 
you can't change your it's oil like, anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's another market we're trying to invest heavily in is the installer market. So, Brent, if you're listening, this is a great B2B deal right here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and if you're not listening, I'm getting ready to open the window because you're not that far away. I'll just scream <laughs> across the field. But no, it, yeah, I, I agree. And it, it is one of those funny things when you talk about the installer market, because again, when I grew up, I mean, my dad, we changed, that's all you ever did. He, yeah. he changed his oil. I changed my own oil when I got my first pickup truck, but it has gotten in my wife's car. It's a, it's ridiculous to try and change the oil. And my truck, I could, but man, it's really easy to drive down the Brents on Saturday morning. And, you know, and honestly, there's not that much of a price savings that, that often either sometimes, depending on what you're putting in. Um, but there's not that much of a price saving. So I know we didn't want to get a ton into the technical side, but why, why is Royal Purple the better choice? Well, it's, you know, all about research, right? We, we, we put a lot of um, R&D behind our, behind our oil. Um, you know, we, we have a proprietary additive called Centerlec, and that Centerlec is what makes Royal Purple what it is. Hmm. Um, you know, our film strength, higher protection, and, you know, on the installer market, longer drain intervals. So instead of going every 3,000 miles, every 7,500 miles. Oh, wow. That far out, huh? Sure. Or, or further. Or further. Now, do you, just for my own curiosity, do you struggle with the installers buying into that? Because well, it, it, a that's lot what of I was going to re-ask, because that, they're not seeing the customers much, you know, because of that. It, it's a battle. It's a battle. But, but if they market it the right way they maybe can make the profit somewhere else too so it's a battle but you know actually down in, in texas is you know our biggest market down there for the installer market we we have some installers that all they do is sell royal purple so it, it it's there hmm. we just gotta broaden it out very cool and hey i do want to say this um to anybody listening and we're we're not going to do it tonight live on the show uh we're going to do some social media stuff to throw this out there but jp was nice enough that he has brought uh, a couple cases of Royal Purple Oil, um, some Bell Ray Oil, some True Fuel, and uh, we're going to do some things here over the next few weeks, for especially for you drivers out there, uh, to get a chance to get your hands on this stuff. So be watching our social media page. We're going to give away some Royal Purple Oil and, uh, and hopefully get that in the hands of some of these drivers. So first of all, thank you yeah, uh, no for bringing that. And Happy to. We'll have some fun with that. We'll come up yeah. with some creative ways to give give away some oil. So you, you brought three products tonight. How many products does uh, do you guys have? So so Calumet, um, Calumet's a big it's a it's a big business. Um, you know they have refineries um, that are across the United States. Um, back in 2012, when they bought Royal Purple, then 2013, I think they bought um, Belray, hmm. and then also in True Fuel. Um, but Calumet's, you know, they, they produce fuel and then they produce the bottom half of the barrel, which is like your white oils. So you got your shampoos, you got your soaps, you got stuff that you touch every day. That you that, didn't realize. That you don't realize that are made out of oil. And it's, it's actually, you know, in a way, an Indiana. Wow. So brand. you said, you said Calumet is out of Indiana then? It's out of Indianapolis. Uh, okay. the corporate headquarters is, but they have refineries across the United States. So and then Royal Purple came out of Texas. It did. It came out of Porter, yeah. Texas. And then, um, so that's kind of, we call that our branded side of the business. And then we have our specialty side of the business, which is, I don't really dab in too often. <laughs> you know, and I, I find it amazing because 
um matt and i know you're right there with me i'm also a uh, a big fan of of whiskey and bourbon mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. me too and it's a very similar concept from yes. the oil barrel to the <laughs> the bourbon yeah. barrel yeah. of what you get out of the product <laughs> yeah. from the the angel shares to the devil's cut oh, oh, to yeah. <laughs> what we're doing with an oil oil uh yeah. barrel so um but no it's just it's a, you're exactly right i think it's something that people don't realize what all comes out of some of those things and 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 for a company in today's market you can't have waste you have to find a way to make every part of the production valuable to you absolutely absolutely it's 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 i never thought i'd be in the oil industry but now (laughs) that i am it's it's an amazing field it really is And, and i'll ask you this question before we go to our second round of sponsors you kind of touched on it when I asked, you know, why Royal Purple was better, but the science and research behind the oil industry today has got to be mind blowing. Oh, so the, we, we just have a, Calumet has a state of the art R&D facility in Indianapolis. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but Calumet's um, uh, sister company is the Heritage Group. Okay. Which oh, the Heritage okay. Group is Milestone. You're right. And, um, yeah. and there's a place called The Center. And the R&D facility there will blow your mind. Huh. Really? I mean, it's basically a small refinery that they can produce whatever inside that building. It's wow. unreal. That's really cool. They need to open that up, kind of like the bourbon tour. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I would love to go I would, I would too. <laughs> I would too. I know you got to take a break, but it brings me to a point. So after this, we'll, we'll talk All about right, something All right. When we come back, R&D. we'll be right back with J.P. Hyden. Race fans, In the Fast Lane Productions has rebranded itself as Dirt to Media. This is a huge win for us as race fans as they will be expanding their coverage to three local racetracks. For a mere $9.99 a month, you can choose between race action from Thunder Valley, Twin Cities Raceway Park, or Brownstown Speedway. But really, who can choose? So for only $13.99 per month, upgrade to the VIP membership and receive video from all three tracks. The only question I have left for you is, what are you doing? Get over to dirttomedia.tv and sign up today. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They're your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at 812-953-1261. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, dirt track track racing. racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy. 812-372-4483 at extension 2447 or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. 
And we are back here again with J.P. Hyden from Royal Purple Oil. And I do want to just give one shout-out here before we get back to talking to him, and that is for Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Viewer Insurance. Yes. And, uh, man, I'm, I, I have asked – in the last few weeks, I've probably seen three or four people post online about needing someone to quote their insurance. And I am telling you, go – you don't have to go with them, but go have Tommy quote your insurance because Tommy is my personal agent, and I'm telling you, I don't know how many times he has texted me and said, hey, I've been looking back at your policy. I think we could do this. I think you could get this cheaper. Same coverage, but we can do this. Since he's originally quoted me, he continues to save me money as we go on. So I'm telling you, and if you want a guy that's personal, as my own dad said when my dad went with Tommy, I just want somebody to yell at when things don't go well. And Tommy said, sign me up. I'm in. So, um, and if you know my father, that's a big ask. So, uh, but no, reach out to Tommy Taylor and Ian Farm Bureau Insurance. I, I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Great kid. Another great Jennings County yes. kid. Yeah. Um, so make sure you give him a call uh, when you get a chance. But JP, you had a point you wanted to bring up there. Yeah. So we were talking about, you know, research and development. That's another aspect of the sponsorship. Um, so we actually did a, a relationship with Tim Wilkerson, uh, Nitro Funny Car Driver. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we were there every race, and we took samples of his oil after every run and went and tested it. So, I mean, it's nonstop. How do you get a better oil? You test it in the harshest kind. Oh yeah, conditions. exactly. And that is one of the harshest. Yes. Um, so, and it's just like anything, racing. It's a racing steps down to what you're driving. So, if it can hold up in a ten thousand horsepower car, you know it's going to hold up in your two hundred horsepower car. Oh yeah. So R and D's, you know, it's huge. It's a huge asset to have. So when you have these sponsorships on the oil side, we're going to be asking for samples to, so we can make our oils better. That's awesome. That's really really cool, and that's got to be. That's got to be kind of a, a, an equal deal, too, for that, you know, that driver to trust you guys and sure. put the trust in the product that, hey, they're going to do some R&D here, but I trust it's good enough right now that it's not going to it's not going to fail me. Exactly. It's just like the, what we're talking about, the tires. It's not going to fail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because if the if the tires fail, you're probably done. If the oil fails your pocketbook's done exactly exactly (laughs) it's a it's a just like you said it's a good insurance policy yes exactly look at that look at the marketing right there (laughs) bringing it right back to tommy taylor (laughs) that's right (laughs) so jp when you look back at at your life and and all this in the racing industry did you really ever think that it would end up you'd be in where you're at now no not a chance not a chance i mean i'm I'm very grateful you know i got a great job i get to be in the racing industry you know and and, the, and it's not all racing either you know we're we're doing we have our hands in a lot of things and i'm getting to learn every day you know on how business works and it's it's fascinating what do you think is the the most interesting thing that you have learned about the business world and, and at, while you've been at royal purple <laughs> Well, uh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, what I hate to say it, but it, it's just the world we live in. We got to make money, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and that's everybody. The, the ways, you know, the, the brainstorming sessions we have on how we can market our, 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 uh, our products and, 
and being able to, to sell it to the end consumer, I mean, it's, it's sky's the limit on what we can do. Um, and I think that's the most interesting thing is just being able to have, sit down with, you know, we have a, a marketing team of about 12 people, 15 people. We're not very big, um, but the ideas that are thrown, thrown around and how we can compete against the Pennzoils, the Mobile Ones, um, the Castrols. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough challenge trying to compete with those, with those guys. And, and just out of my own curiosity, and I don't even know if you can tell me this, but you, in comparison, when you talk about the Pennzoils, the, the Castrols, what's the marketing budget comparison like for you guys to those guys? <laughs> Let's just say they can outspend us. Pen, I mean, is it like pennies on the dollar? And I'm not putting that in royal purple, but obviously Pennzoils got... Yeah, they, they they have some assets behind them, for sure. And, and that's a struggle, you know, that's something we got to... We were fighting every day, um, but it's just the way it is. And that's how, you know, with us going in the formula drift, you know, we're, we're the, how can I say this? It's not a crowded field. So when you go into NASCAR or IndyCar, those guys are there. Right oh, yeah. now with formula drift, we're by ourselves. So and, and that's what I was gonna ask you to follow that up. Not, and I'm not knocking Royal Purple in any way when I ask that question. I would think that causes your marketing room to be more innovative, Exactly. Um, and take more calculated risks. And, and I, I don't want to just say risks, but anything's a risk in business. But, you know, Pennzoil can go to NASCAR, IndyCar, and just throw enough money at it to say, we want to be this. Exactly. You guys are finding those innovative ways to get your product out there and, and compete with them. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're, we're right next to the, we're on the shelves right next to them. Right. Yeah. So, um, like I said, these brainstorming sessions we have, it's, it's pretty amazing, our, our, my teammates, and how we can, you know, sell our oil against the, the, the 500-pound gorilla. That's, that is, that, that's a really cool, and I, I would agree. I would think that's probably a really cool thing to witness mm-hmm. is you guys trying to figure out ways of, because I'm sure you go through a thousand different scenarios and things before you finally, you know, polish that diamond down to exactly what you want to what yeah, and it, it's almost like going back to school. It's you know you're you're researching, you're you're studying, and you're 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 studying the data, right? Because data doesn't lie most of the time. So you know, having those using marketing firms mainly, and they're giving us the data on how we should, you know, what markets we should be in. It's it's pretty neat. Very cool, very cool. And well, before. We'll come right back, but we're going to bore you for just a second being an open wheel guy because they have made a strong push to uh, to convert me um, to a late model guy. And uh, needless to say, it's working. Um, I am I am more of a late model guy than what I have ever been. Uh, but um, so we're going to talk here a little bit, JP, just to let you know we've been doing something here. And again, I won't I won't. Uh, whoops, that wasn't good. But it'll come up here in just a second. I I I won't miss and mention the series name, <laughs> but there's a series uh, coming into uh, uh, Brownstown Speedway March 21st, and they're going to be racing the Indiana Icebreaker uh, Late Model Series, uh, Super Late Model Series, and we've actually we we kind of broke out this bracket uh, as a bracket challenge to see who the favorite was to win and 
so we we're, we're at the bottom bracket there, Matt, with the, the ones that we haven't kind of talked about here yet. And let's start in that that bottom left bracket. And I know this one kind of surprised both of us, and that was the 13 seed Dennis Herb Jr. versus the 20 seed Shelby Miles. Oh yeah. And Dennis Herb Jr. takes the takes the win there. Um, I believe it was like 63 to 47. I, I was I was a little shocked at what it came out to be. I really figured Shelby being a local guy and, and actually pretty dominant at Brownstown that uh, that he would have made it through round one. I, I expected him to definitely go to round two there. I apologize. 57 to 43 is what it ended up being. So it was a little closer than, than we thought, but still I thought he would have had that. And, and I agree. And, and, and I know, Shelby, I didn't pick you last year. I did vote for you in this. So I, I want to be clear that Shelby was my pick. Shelby, you know I voted for you. Well, okay. But <laughs> one time you try and make a little bit of controversy for the show, and Shelby goes out and makes you look really dumb. Um, in the second matchup there, uh, the 12 seed, Steve Casebolt versus the 21 seed, Daryl Lanigan. And Daryl Lanigan in that one moves on 64 to 36. I actually went with Lanigan myself on this one. I went with Casebolt on this oh, one. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I went with Casebolt on this one. Um and I, I, I can't really say why. I like both of them. Right. I do, too. Yeah. And I, I went with Case Bolt, so I was on the, the bottom end of that one. Um, the next one there, and I'll be honest, both of these guys have had really good speed weeks so far, if you've been watching. Uh, the 14 seed, Shannon Buckingham, and the 19 seed, Stormy Scott, both have had some bad luck, but some really good cars down there. And I went with Stormy. Uh, let me look before I tell you. I went with Stormy Scott as well, and Stormy Scott kind of ran away with this one, yes. sixty-eight to thirty-two, on that one. And then down there at the bottom, we had the eleven seed Brian Shirley versus the twenty-two seed Tanner English, and uh, Tanner English runs away with this, sixty-three to thirty-seven. And I think this is just Tanner's pretty good when he gets to Brownstown. Yes, yeah, he uh, second generation driver there, kind of knows the joint pretty good, and. And not taking anything away from Brian Shirley, but that was one where I, I I had to go with Tanner because I've seen what he can do at Brownstown. So yep. we're now moving into the second round matchups here. Uh, and, and just kind of looking over these, Matt, where, where do you see some really interesting votes that we're going to be throwing these out? Which So everybody knows I'll send out the um, – Probably the the top left bracket, which will be the number one seed Brandon Shepard versus 16 seed Greg the Wild Thing Johnson, which I know Matt you're a huge fan of. Yeah, that um, was, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to vote for my my fave there. So it, you know I'll give Wild Thing a vote on mine. There. And I like Wild Thing, but Brandon Shepard is just on a rail right now. So I'm I'm B Shep all the way. I think the closest vote out of everything left is going to be the uh, T-Mac and Bobby Pierce bracket there. You know, and I think that's a really interesting one. That's what I was going to say. Both of those I'll release tomorrow evening. Um, so you can start voting on those two. Um, and I agree. I love Bobby Pierce. I love what Bobby Pierce has been able to do at Brownstown. But I'll be honest, watching Speed Weeks, T-Mac has looked really, really good. He'll be he'll be my vote on it. I'm going to vote for T-Mac. And he is running for his dad and you can tell he's got a fire lit under him yes. right now. Yep. And then the other one that I want to point out that I think is really, really interesting is that bottom right bracket there. Talking about Don O'Neill and Tanner English. You know, Don is only going to run a limited schedule. Uh, the icebreaker is on his limited schedule. He's going to start at Atomic the night before and then be there at Brownstown. But 
obviously Don knows Brownstown Speedway. Tanner or Tanner knows Brownstown Speedway. I, I got to lean towards Don, but I think that's a really tough one to call, and I wouldn't normally say that. I, I would normally go right with Don. Oh, it's going to be very close. I bet this will be mine in your controversy because I'm, I'm going to go with Tanner on that one. So, And you, you'll be wrong. Um, <laughs> the other one I know we talked about, too, and being a, being a local guy, um, you know, Devin Gilpin, obviously, Devin's got a great following, and, and Devin will be on here in a couple weeks with his grandpa, Don Fleetwood. Really excited to talk to them. But going up against Billy Moyer Jr., um, and I, you know, the interesting thing there, you had two upsets right there in that bracket. Oh, yeah. yeah. Billy Moyer Jr. was a 23 seed, and Devin Gilpin was the 26 seed. So those two moving on, um, you got two high seeds there coming into battle for that. Uh, that next spot uh, to take on either Devin Moran or Jason Jamison. So I think that's going to be one that'll be a tight battle. Yeah. Yeah. That one, I think it's going to be too close to call on that, on the, on Devin and, and Billy. I think uh, Moran will, will beat Jamison out though. Oh, I think Moran will too. Because he's ran well again. Yeah, he's done really good down south already this winter. So, And if you, uh, if you weren't watching, um, I thought it was really interesting when they asked him, uh asked Devin where his dad was uh in Victory Lane the other night and that was his dad was actually at Volusia uh Volusa running his modified yes and running in the top 10 so uh was not there when uh Devin went to Victory Lane but uh interesting stuff like I said keep following our social media keep sharing that stuff we have had around between four and five hundred votes on each one of these uh it's been a lot of fun um typically I cannot get it shared or get it posted and then share it to the next page before we've got two or three votes already in so and, and when you do try to vote make sure you touch the picture to yeah. place the vote don't type it in the comments touch yeah. the picture it does not help if you just type it in the comments <laughs> so make sure you you do touch the picture so hey let's uh, real quick before we get back push the uh the throttled up nascar fantasy league there also yeah great great point um we are starting just for some fun um the throttled up nascar fantasy league uh you can see the information's been scrolling there at the bottom um how you can sign up and it's also on our, our facebook page but this little competition here matt and i are together in several fantasy leagues um <laughs> we might have a problem with fantasy leagues <laughs> typically i always win um but uh so this one we're going to make public so everybody can can know uh that i always win but join us there uh it's it's for bragging rights but it will also there's going to be some prizes for the top finishing listener so you and i can't get anything so we're just bragging rights between each other well here's what i figure i'll finish first i'll give you credit you'll finish a distant second and then whatever listener is third we'll give them a prize you know, we have some pretty loyal listeners that I, I think they might beat one of us. I know, because I, I will give a shout-out to my good buddy, Toby Wedgwood. Yes. He's already in the league, and that dude lives and breathes NASCAR, that, so I'm probably in trouble. He, he will probably win the league, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's probably, he's probably going to put me down yeah. real fast. So, But, yeah, so, so join us there. Uh, again, all for fun and some prizes we're going to throw out there, but – so JP, I'm going to come back to you. So sorry to, to bore you there for a second with our late model talk, um, but late models use oil too. They do. 
They do. They use lots of oil. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to get the right oil in. That's there. exactly right. We, uh, we actually sponsor a late model guy out of Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Danny Angelicchio. Huh. <laughs> I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah. And you don't know that name. I do not know that name. You you will by tomorrow. Oh, You'll yeah. go home and research it. Yeah, You'll I'll tell know me all about it tomorrow. Yeah, You'll he, tell me that his third cousin raced a midget in New York, and <laughs> <laughs> you'll have the whole breakdown. <laughs> he's a good guy. He, he he's he's competitive. So, JP, when you look at this though, you know you've talked about being out there for the um, for the drift series and being all the experiences you've got to have. What's the what? What's some of the bucket list things still in the racing world that you want to be able to to experience? Oh, well, uh, you know, bucket list thing is being involved with Formula One. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of my my go to. I, I love Formula One. Kimi uh, Raikkonen all the way, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, I think you know, I, I've been thankful to do a lot in in the motorsports field, uh, but I never dabbled in the the Formula One side of things. I think that would be a dream come true with that and, and you know the we talk a lot on here about the technology that's coming even into the local dirt world and yeah. and and what what is happening but when you look at those formula one guys and the engineers and the technology in those cars well there's an onboard computer i mean it's a steering a, wheel it's a know. spaceship oh yeah yeah it's oh, a spaceship that so. that instead of flying sticks to the ground i mean it and you know what's crazy too is ferrari's budget is the same budget as Lafayette City, right? I mean, it, are it's, you serious? Their, I bu- did not their know budgets that. are over five hundred million dollars. So I mean, for Formula One, yeah, it's nuts. It's that crazy. is amazing. Wow, five hundred million dollars. That's Mercedes, Ferrari. That's what they're spending, or more. You got to sell quite a few. I know Ferraris are expensive. You got to sell quite a few Ferraris. <laughs> and just think they started out building tractors. Man. Oh, I know. You know, that's unreal. <laughs> let's build a tractor. No, let's build a supercar. You know, that's. Well, uh, speaking of that, have you guys seen that movie? Um, Ford versus Ford, Ford Ford Ferrari? I have not. I, I, it's very good. Long, but it's very good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I hated it. I was busy last Thursday night and could not go. Um, but our Black Cat Racing Team, you know, you being a Jennings County High School alumni, we have an electric go-kart racing team at the high school now. Oh, nice. Um, actually, uh, 2019 national champion. Yeah, not, nope. uh, not, not state champions. They're national, national champions. champions. Where's that held at? Uh, we ran it right out of the high school, uh, but the national championship was held at IMS. Yeah. Um, oh. So they raced on the road course at the Motor Speedway. Yeah. That's it, awesome. And it's a really cool deal. It's based off of the, uh, the Purdue uh, series, but mm-hmm. they have to do so many presentations. Yes. Um, they get points for uh, engineering designs, ways they can modify the car. Like I know our kids came up with a quick release battery, nice. um, so they didn't have to actually unbolt things. So they get points there, and then obviously they're on the track speed. And uh, actually, the really cool thing that about is not only did we win the championship, we actually finished first, second, and fifth. Yeah. So all three of our carts were in the top five, and we actually took the top two positions. So yeah. really, it, really it, cool deal. In the nation. That's what I want to point yeah. out. In the nation. Yeah, so. teams from all over the place. And the goal, yeah. we haven't got there yet, and we have some tremendous, tremendous sponsors, uh, especially, and I'll, I'll say it right here, uh, Decatur Mold Tool and Engineering. I mean, what they have done, mm-hmm. I cannot say yes. enough. Uh, Richard Apsley, you know, 
he bought him a race trailer. He oh, has wow. done everything he can. Bought tools. Bought tools. Bob Watts. Uh, Watts Electric. Watts Electric. Uh, those guys have dedicated to this. But there's actually a world championship race that is in Italy that is Ferrari is a part of. And that's the team's goal going forward is that we can raise the funds to send our kids to Italy to race for the world championship. Yeah. So it's a cool deal um and yeah but anyway i said all that to say this they showed ford versus ferrari at the park theater <laughs> last thursday night and i couldn't be there really? but uh but very very cool deal but yeah so and i know you probably feel the same way i know matt and i've said this a thousand times i can't imagine looking back being in high school and us having a go-kart racing team that ran through the high school that i could have been a part of that's well, pretty amazing you, I would have approached high school so much differently if I could have went out, you know, branched out to that. You know, like you said, you wonder, you know, how do you get into that? You know, if that would have been offered. Because you would not believe the, the range of kids we get. That is so you got kids that have never watched a race ever, but they won't be part of this team. Now, is this a class of some sort or is it just an extracurricular? It's extracurricular. Okay. Yeah. yeah cool. But it's uh, it's amazing. And, it, and it, what Matt just said is so, so true because you've got your – your gearheads and wrench heads you know your kids that all they want to come in and do is strip a cart apart and you know they can yeah. they can do anything mechanical but obviously with the electric motors and the computers you've got kids that are computer programming type kids that are just as vital that are pulling data and reading data and doing that kind of the job programming the computer and how much battery we're using you've got there's a marketing side yes. there's a business side they have to run the entire race team and it is it's an amazing group like i and then you have your fabricators your fabricators I mean, I mean, so you're you're hitting every section of a motorsports team in this little electric go-kart team out of and your prima donna drivers everybody's oh, got to yeah. have your prima yeah. donna drivers <laughs> i think john leach was watching so i'm talking about your son um, but i'm not gonna bash him now they, they've all finished in the top five so national champs now are you guys uh able to tie that in with iepoi any any sorts is iepoi coming down talking to these kids saying uh we are really really blessed um because davy thomas jared thomas's dad mm -hmm. has, is a coach on the team and yes. jared has been huge helping our kids um obviously with his karting background when we've raced it when we've tested at sierra land Jared has went up there and ran the cart to kind of see things. And then when they actually ran for the national championship at IMS, Jared sent the, spent the entire day in the van reading the data and was huge on setup adjustments and things to do um, to help us out. So, yeah, it, it really, when you go and look, and, I mean, you got Alan Magner is huge on the team. Oh, yeah. Um, former go-kart racer yeah. and you know modified he was a modified model. guy yeah i remember and, watching him down in vernon yeah and uh davy thomas is on there and bob watts man this yes. guy i watched the guy from purdue come in one time and bob bob i'm i'm not smart enough to follow bob but bob made this guy look silly with what he was trying to get this guy to understand with the electric engine and what was happening and uh, oh yeah it was yeah. crazy so again, really, really blessed what those kids are doing, and it's it's an amazing, amazing thing they're getting. So that's awesome. You know, that's that's the the racing world right there, right? That's oh yeah, coming up, getting them involved in racing. That's what we need. Absolutely. And well, JP, we are uh, we're at an hour. 
Um, wow. Crazy enough, we've been sitting here for an hour to talk and talking. And first of all, I want to thank you um, for just coming on and kind of telling us the other side of it. Because yeah, sure. again, like we're always trying to chase sponsors and find sponsors. And I think that for any driver out there listening to some of the things you came up with that, that you brought here was huge. Um, but I also want to say I appreciate just hearing your story, man, because, you know, going all the way back to in, interning at USAC to, you know, the indie experience and all of the things that you've done. And um, so I hope we can have you back sometime. We'd love to have you as a guest anytime you'd want to sure, come on. Absolutely. Um, and like I said, we appreciate you making the trip down. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been awesome. I'm just glad to see another Jenny's County boy doing good, man. That's uh, <laughs> you know, good job. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we get picked on a lot, and people don't realize what really comes out of Jennings County. Exactly a lot of great right. stuff comes out of Jennings County. Yes. It really does. And uh, last thing, I do want to remind everybody, if you're watching, we do have several products that JP brought us, yes. and um, we're going to come up with some interesting ways to give this stuff away on social media. Um, so be prepared, um, and we will start pushing that stuff out there and, and getting this product in the hands of you drivers uh, to help you out coming up this race season. So. All right, so we'll roll out here to our, our last round of sponsors, and uh, thanks, everybody. We hope everybody has a great week. Drivers, if you're looking for an opportunity to come on the show, reach out to Matt or I. We are happy to have you. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Hey, give Brad at Brad Irwin Customs a call for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Calling today at 812-216-3900. Does your yard have a dead or dying tree threatening your house or property? Do you have an unsightly stump you're tired of mowing around? Have trees that need trimmed up against the house? If you answered yes to any of these questions, call our good friends at Kane's Tree Service. They're fully insured and offer free estimates. Call Kane's Tree Service today at 812-344-5917. Tree trimming? Tree removal, stump removal. Call our friends at Kane's Tree Service today at 812-344-5917.